0: ramsey solutions broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studio it's the ramsey show where america hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money i'm ramsey personality george campbell joined by our newest personality jade warshaw and we are so excited to take your calls today at 888-825-5225 if you need a second opinion a third opinion some advice uh, some confidence in a decision we want to help you take that right next step for your money 888-825-5225. 888 Cliff kicks off this hour in Knoxville, Tennessee. Cliff, welcome to the show. Cliff, are you Hello, there? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, you yes, sound sir. great. Are you all?
1: Uh, okay, good. Uh, thanks for taking my call. What's sure. going on? So I, I'm i new to this investing thing. My wife put me on to your show. I've been listening for a little while. Um, I, so I, I had no debt my house is paid for, my vehicle's paid for. I uh, I just built up $40,000 in my emergency fund. And so last year I put about 15,000 into the S&P 500 and kind of that was right before the Ukraine war started, before the crash. <laughs> yeah, so it, that's worth about 13,000 right now. Um and I had a little um I was in the army when I was a kid and when I got out uh, I, I put three thousand into a Roth IRA when I was like twenty, um, so I've had that forever. And just yesterday, from listening to y'all and thinking about it, I put forty thousand into two mutual funds, and then I bought. I did the IR, IRA for last year okay. and for this year. So all, my my question that left me with ninety thousand dollars
0: left over. You just got um, cash sitting everywhere, know, man. Right? Way to go, Cliff. That ain't a bad thing. Whew. How old are you? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll be 38 here in March.
2: Well, first of all,
0: great job. I thought you were going to be like, I'm 70. And I mean,
2: you're doing so great at 38 years old. My guy is killing it. This man has no debt. He's got all this money saved. He funded last year's Roth, this year's Roth. You're like the poster child. And my screen says you have 90K in savings. Yeah, that's that's what's
1: left over. It's it's just sitting in a savings account, you know, making very little.
0: And that's beyond and your had, uh, emergency funds. You got forty in the emergency fund, ninety in savings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got forty in in one a one account. That's my like just my sort of walking around money in case something bad happens. Um, and I had a hundred and thirty as my and just sitting in savings. I wanted to buy land. I'm real land hungry i own three acres right now and i want more and the house i live in like i said it's paid for but it's just it's a little shack like i'm shivering right now because it's cold um, <laughs> you need to upgrade but yeah I, yeah i need to do something what's your um, income i had a hunt so that's the thing too i'm an archaeologist by trade but that is real spotty work um I, I'm also a musician. Believe it or not, I make most of my money as a musician, and then I also I work uh, doing construction and odd jobs and stuff like that. Like i I'm
0: just I need to pile up money. Right? What a renaissance! Cliff. So yeah, Cliff, mean...
2: you're different, man. You're different. I like it. <laughs> so well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh,
0: I, the way I like to think about what to do with money is obviously our seven baby steps, which you've kind of walk through accidentally, it sounds like, living debt-free, paying off the house, investing for the future. But beyond that, I want you to think about what is where does Cliff want to be at 40, at 45, at 50? Where does he want to be living? And so part of that is we got to get you upgraded in-house and you've been living debt-free. I think it'd be really cool to be able to pay cash for something. Absolutely. Uh, and beyond that, obviously investing in retirement accounts that are tax advantaged. It sounds like you've been throwing money into brokerage accounts mm-hmm. outside of retirement because you don't have a lot of options are you kind of self-employed
1: yeah I, yeah i am basically my my steady income that's the most is is self-employed as, as a musician and a music teacher believe it or not that's where i have like in the past couple years i have made a hundred almost about a hundred thousand a year mostly with the music which is kind of crazy awesome
2: so the way i'm thinking about this for all intents and purposes cliff is in baby step seven However, you know the way I think about it with money, you can do three things with it: you can give it, you can save it, you can spend it, right? So you've done a a decently good job at saving it. You know, you've gotten your debt paid off, you've got your emergency funds, you've even gotten into your retirement. Um, You've got things saved uh you can spend some of it and if i'm I, I agree with george i think that you can start looking into you know a, a nice place you know what i'm saying something that's within your means we're not going to go overboard but something that fits right with your income of 100k you know it looks like you might you know have a head start possibly on a on a down payment and then i also want you to start thinking about some generosity are you ha- have you had some opportunity to give uh recently
1: I know, I've never like donated money. I do free music lessons for youngsters, okay. so that's kind of
2: that's given. great. That's great. Yeah, but I just want to you to approach money from those three three angles. And if I agree with George, I think now's the time to start looking at a place, something that you can afford, possibly yeah. pay cash for.
0: Are you wanting to like build on land, or are you going to just buy a property somewhere?
2: I,
1: I wanted to just invest in undeveloped land. But, you know, I, I searched around. I had 130. I could not find anything that I liked. And for 130, I mean, it just wasn't enough. So that's when I just yesterday, I put the 40 into two mutual funds, left me over with 90. And the thing is, this place where I currently live, is just a little shack. It, the shack needs a lot of work. It's real uncomfortable, mm. but it's on three really nice acres. I only paid 50,000 cash for this whole place.
2: So what are you so
1: thinking, you're going to demo it? wants me... Well, no, well, yeah, I don't know. I need to figure that out. It's a 1920, it's a historic home. Mm. Um, but so Can you I just build like a home to, on the property? I've thought about that too. It's kind of with the way that the where the well is, the other build site, it would impede, if I put septic up there, it would, it would impede on the well boundary. So I kind of mm. can't really build another structure, I think. What I'd love to do is... Restore this home to you know, its former glory, a yeah. sharecropper house. Make it, make it a nice little place. Would ninety thousand do that for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I think. Ninety would do it. I'm just so that's what my my question was. My wife wants me to renovate. So she's already she makes her own money. She's bought herself a nice other place where she's. You know, we we kind of split time between the two places. She wants me to renovate this place and make it real nice. I'm hoping that so I. So where's do your other place? Ninety.
0: Is that just a normal house in a neighborhood?
1: She bought this this 1930s brick farmhouse that's uh it's it's nice. She did she she dumped a bunch of money into that and made it pretty nice.
2: Uh, that's um, can that can that be your primary residence? I'm a little bit confused. Are you yeah, guys doing these, these things strange, together? No, they're not. It they're sound sound doing have like combined separate.
0: your uh, your incomes.
2: Yeah, he said she yeah, bought the house. On,
0: yeah, we're on two separate pages, and she
1: works oh. out of town most of the time, and I'm here at my place. Cliff, you
0: just threw a wrench in our plans, man. Yeah, this man. is a bigger
2: conversation.
0: I think we got to get on the same page before we make any n- another big financial decision. Yeah, because y'all got a house. You got multiple houses, but it sounds like y'all are uh, just roommates when you want to be. So I'd work on that part first, but you've got the ability to renovate this or put a down payment on a home. You got this, man. Thanks for the call. This is The Ramsey Show.
1: Guys, it's no secret that the real estate market is weird right now. So go with a mortgage company you can trust to have your back. Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is Ramsey trusted because they're stable, reliable, and focused on you. At a time when a lot of companies are being bought out or going out of business, count on Churchill Mortgage to stick around. They've been doing things the right way for over 30 years and they'll keep doing them the right way for 30 more. Get started at churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement. NMLS
0: ID 1591. MLSConsumerAccess.org. Equal housing lender. 1749 Mallory Lane, Suite 100. Brent Winton, Three seven zero two seven. This is the Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Jade Warshaw this hour, Triple Eight, eight two five, five two two five is the number to call. You jump in. We'll talk about your life and your money. Well, Jade, I wanted to talk about something that is about as exciting as stepping on a Lego brick, and that (laughs) is taxes. But Uh. I want to make sure our audience knows about all of the tax changes, maybe some tips and tricks to help them along the way, remind them of some deadlines, all the good stuff. Let's do it. So let's start with the the big day to celebrate. Uh, the holidays aren't over. April 18th is the filing deadline for all federal tax returns and payments. You can start filing at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. You'll start getting those W-2s from your employer if uh, that's your situation. Don't put
2: it off, guys.
0: No. And y- the good news is you can start getting some of the paperwork right now, which is, you know, make it a date night. Have oh, fun yeah. with it.
2: You're going to start getting those paperwork's in for your investment statements, mortgage interest statements, 1099s, whatever have you. Just kind of pull all those together, put them in a folder for when it's time.
0: That's right. And the extension deadline is October 16th, if you are in that bucket there. Mm. And so there's some good news about this year's uh, taxes. There are some, some bad news too. Yeah. So the good, the good news is uh, the standard deduction uh, continues to climb, which is good, good because that lowers your taxable income.
2: Yes, that is correct. We like that. Anything that's going to make us pay less taxes, that is a good thing.
0: You want the bad news now?
2: I No. You know what, George? Let's skip that. Oh. I'm just kidding. We can't skip it.
0: Well, the bad news is uh, you're going to get a smaller refund this year across the board because there was no economic impact. Uh,
2: payments.
0: So you remember all the expanded
2: tax yeah. credits? Like it was like, and you have a kids, here's $5,000 and you have a kid, bro. They went off like the amount of money that was coming through. I was like, what's ha- we have two kids. I was like, what is happening? This is different.
0: It was wild times. So oh, yeah. all of that is gone. The expanded tax credits and deductions are reverting back to their pre-COVID-19 amounts. Well, the charitable charitable contributions deduction, mm-hmm. that is out. And mm-hmm. so uh, if most people are going to file with the standard deduction. Yes. Which, so only yeah. do itemized if you can get more than you would have with the standard.
2: Yeah. And you need to really sit down with a professional to really see how that works, if especially if you have a business, a small business, you definitely want to get into that with a, you know, because you've got the personal side and your business side. So Yes.
0: So if you're wondering, all right, I may not get a refund. I might owe. How do I save some money this tax season? Well, Mm -hmm. the two magic words are deductions and credits. Hit me. And these two can get squishy in people's brains. So here's yes. an easy way to think about it. Deductions help lower the amount of your income that can be taxed. So that's kind of before. That's the, right. After the tax credit. So think about you get your final bill at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. This is going to it's like actually coupon. give you credits off of that final bill amount. And so think about things like earned income tax credit, child tax credit. You've heard that child independent care credit, yep. education credit. So you need to be aware of all the credits and deductions you might qualify for.
2: Yep, yep. And again, working with a tax professional, they'll help you know that. I mean, you don't have to know everything, but it's good to go in there with an idea to just kind of make sure everything's on the up and up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. And to add to your homework here, there are something called above the line deductions, which are really helpful. So there's things you can still do, even though we're in 2023, uh-huh. to lower your taxable oh, income. Oh, great idea.
2: Bill. Yeah. Talk about that. That's great.
0: So one of them that is great is the HSA. If you have a high deductible health plan with an HSA and you contributed to that HSA, you can deduct that from That's your taxable right. income. So it's not too late to do that. It's not. Uh, another one is IRAs. If you fund your traditional IRA. You can do that through, you know, April 18th.
2: And I think a lot of people forget that. I think people think that it's over in January because like the year is restarting, but you've got until you've got until tax day, April 18th. Keep funding.
0: And I like to, I'm
2: a nerd. I like to get my taxes done as
0: early as possible, but Mm -hmm. here's why. I want to know if I'm going to owe or if I'm going to have a refund
2: because you don't owe that money Until April 18th. That's true. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because I know a lot of people are like, ooh, I'm going to get my tax refund. I'm going to do my taxes. I want to do my taxes early so I can get my thousands and thousands of dollar check so I can, I don't know, go do something that you're probably going to spend it all. It's like they think Uncle Sam is Uncle Santa and he's just gifting (sighs) you money because you've
0: been such a good boy.
2: It's horrible. It's just horrible. The amount of money that people lend the government with zero no interest. interest, zero percent. Man, no. I wish. Man,
0: that drives me crazy. So here's the deal: if you get a refund, it it is not a blessing. Yes, it's, it's better than like owing ten thousand dollars, but you are just lending that money to the government interest free when you do that. So you want to get as close to zero as possible. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not you don't you don't want to owe much, and you don't want to get a big refund.
2: And there's something mentally about that, right? When you when you set up your withholdings to where it's correct, right? To where you're lots. not, it's yeah,
0: you get the perfect amount you get the perfect paid. amount
2: but then that money is is cash flowed within your normal monthly you know flow and you're more likely to do something smart with that money it's going to be worked into your budget when it's you probably get a refund, going towards debt it's
0: going to something fun oh, i know y'all you're it's going to the do
2: you're getting you're getting jet skis you're out here buying i don't know a peloton y'all are out here really buying things with these with these returns you're going on vacation unless you're a baby stepper
0: if you're a baby stepper, you're like sweet. That's going towards my dad.
2: That's true. That is true. I just think it's harder that way. It is. I think
0: it's like we're I, all children deep down.
2: I need to know. Do you happen to know the average? I don't know if there's a number for that. Like the average return. I was talking to a in friend. In my head, one day. it's like
0: three grand. Oh, that's was, just in my head.
2: I was talking to a friend. He was. I said, "What like what type of return? Like what type of tax return do you get?" He said his was eight thousand dollars. Wow. Eight. Is that normal? Somebody needs to come into my DMs at Jade Warshaw and tell me, is that normal? That can't be
0: right. So here's the other thing to think about. If you're trying to pay off debt and you're like, well, inflation, and there's so much happening in the economy, I don't have the margin to pay off debt. One thing you can do is change those withholdings if you keep getting a big refund every year because that money will go back into your bank account instead of sitting with Uncle Sam all year.
2: And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about you uh, being able to get the maximum amount out of your paycheck. You know, sometimes the way it's set up automatically, it's not in your best interest, and you can actually go back on there, claim more dependents, however it is that you do it, to even that out so you're having more money in your check each month. And like I said before, chances are you're going to be smarter at spending that money.
0: Yes. And our team has uh, painstakingly created an amazing hub as a resource to all of our listeners out there at RamseySolutions.com slash taxes. So we have articles, resources, there's an incredible tax prep checklist that's free. I use it every year and I just go down the line and I start going, yep, got that. Oh, I got to go print that. I got to go save that. Good job, George. I'm, I know. I told you I'm a nerd.
2: I, I ima- When you said that you did it, I really imagined it. And I was like, yes, George does do this. I live it out. I can see it.
0: <laughs> and the, uh, the other thing you can do is if you are one of those that does it on your own, you use software, you've got to check out Ramsey Smart Tax. This is the no-nonsense tax software that you can actually trust. There's no hidden fees. There's no hidden agenda. We're not here as a gateway drug to get you into debt products like <clears throat> TurboTax. Uh, sorry, I said it out loud. Hey,
2: George, you Slept know what out. I told you? know what I told you before the break?
0: Yes, you have uh, experience with Intuit, which is the parent company.
2: Guys, I used, I. It's hard for me to even get it out of my mouth. <coughs> well, if you're
0: wondering why, I used to work for Intuit. If you're wondering why I have feelings about that, we did an entire episode on my podcast, The Fine Print. About TurboTax and how TurboTax is trying to screw you over. I we remember. We go through their shareholder uh, presentation about how they're going to make a bajillion dollars Ugh. from you all, America, it's and it not has nothing good. to do with taxes. It's about how they're going to use you to create loans and debt and create money from interest to yeah. make themselves bajillionaires yeah. while you stay broke.
2: It's not good. No, I did into it as a side hustle. <laughs> I'm
0: glad you kept it on the side and now it's it's gone.
2: It's gone. She gone. Oh, She gone. Woo. Well, you can check Sheetong.
0: out check out all of those resources, including Ramsey Smart Tax, our awesome tax software. Just go to ramseysolutions.com slash taxes. And like I said, I know this is no one's favorite thing to think about. It's not on your top 10 list of favorite things. It's number 11 for me. I
2: was going to say, I think you like this, George. I think this is, <laughs> this might be I like,
0: it, you know what? It feels very productive to get it done. And here's what okay. me and my wife do. We will schedule a, a date right after we finish our taxes. We go to a really nice meal to George, treat ourselves because we're adulting
2: I'm so proud of you let Thank me tell you. you something if Sam Warshaw said to me Jade date
0: the, date, the
2: date night is tax night
0: post tax return I'm date night I'm
2: shutting her down I'm shutting it down right there I'm like what
0: okay not quite romantic <laughs> I need to do a better job of that
2: <laughs> no George you you do your thug thizzle but it just, it's good thing. to get it
0: in the rear view mirror get it done folks if you do tax <laughs> software, go ahead and start that process. At the end of January. That's if right. you meet with a tax pro, that's great. Schedule that now because it's about to get crazy for those tax preparers out there. And don't go to those H and R blocks inside no. of the Walmart. Find a real professional. Yes. Sorry to dog H and R block, but be not real. A fan. So uh, RamseySolutions slash taxes is the place to go. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Jade Warshaw this hour. The number to call is 888-825-5225. You jump in, we'll talk about your life and your money. Caleb joins us up next in Springfield, Missouri. Caleb, welcome to the show.
3: Hi, George and Jade. Thanks for taking my call. How are you two this afternoon?
0: We're doing lovely. Yeah. How can we help today?
3: Good. Um, so they told me to get be blunt with the question up front and then fill in the details later. So uh, my question is, um, how long would I have to plan to live in a house for it to be worth the hassle and the cost of buying um and then later reselling?
0: Mm. It sounds like you already have an exit strategy. Tell us about that.
3: Um well I don't really I don't have an exit strategy or anything like that. I'm I'm currently living in an apartment um and uh I'm just I'm sort of planning for ahead after the uh after my leases expire, um and thinking about like If I need to purchase a house right then or um, if I need to wait a little longer. So I'm trying to figure out, like, for how long do I think I will be living in a given house for it to be worth the hassle of purchasing it?
0: Okay. Well, I'll hit you with just some general details, then we'll dive into your numbers specifically Mm -hmm. and talk about it. So in general, you want to at least recoup the costs of purchasing the home. So all of the closing mm-hmm. costs that are involved, there's also going to be potential capital gains. So if you sell that home, you haven't lived there for two years and you go and sell it and you make $100,000 profit from when you bought it to when you sold mm-hmm. it, that will count as taxable income. And so you want to be careful about mm-hmm. things like that because if you stay there for two years, you get to keep up to 250000 if it's just you. And if you're married, you can keep up to 500000 in profit before ever paying a dime in taxes. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing to think about. If you're going to be there for a short amount of time, so what's your financial okay. situation right now? Are you? Do you have any debt? What's your income? How much do you have saved? So
3: I, sure. Yeah. So I just left graduate school and started a new job a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's seventy-eight thousand gross, um, and about fifty-eight thousand take home after like taxes and insurance and benefits and whatnot.
0: Okay. And do you have any debt?
3: I have ten thousand in student loans, um, and I'm, I'm currently. Um, I'm following your baby steps the best I can. I'm on step one. Um, and I've laid out a plan that should get me through one, two, and three by uh, the end of this year. So I think I've got the, the debt should be okay after that.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So 2024, you're completely debt free. You're at baby step four. You're investing 15% of your household income and you got to start saving the down payment at that point. Okay. Okay. So have you looked at the area you want to buy a home in and to see what it's going to cost?
3: Uh not too much in depth,
0: no. Okay. Well a good parameter to get you started here, if you take your take home pay, now you can deduct the kind of all the every anything beyond your normal taxes like your your health care, your four hundred one K, if you took those out of the equation, I want your payment to be no more than a quarter of your take home pay on a fifteen year fixed okay. rate mortgage. Okay. And obviously the 15-year mortgage is going to have a higher payment than the 30-year mortgage, so that's something to take into account. But the goal here is to be in debt as little as possible for a short amount of time as possible so that you're debt-free, living like no one else down the line. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. helps dictate your down payment on how much you need to save. Okay. Okay. How much
3: would I... So if it's if it's a quarter of my after-tax income uh, on the 15-year Fixed rate mortgage, um, just for regular payments. How much do you recommend saving up for the down payment?
2: Uh, you know, if you can get twenty percent down, that's amazing. Because on a conventional mortgage, you're gonna, you know, get rid of PMI at that point, private mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. But you know, for a first time home purchase, you know, you might not be able to get up to twenty percent. So get as much as you can, for sure, for sure. Minimum uh, we, ten. Minimum ten. We want you to, you know, you want to have skin in the game. We don't want you to purchase oh. a house and be. Have the potential at all to ever be upside down, so making sure that you're putting down a decent down payment it kind of guards against that.
3: Right. Okay. Gotcha. And then the uh, to, uh, back to the, the how long I'd be living in it for the the minimum for getting rid of that capital gains income taxable income situation that would be two years. You said
0: two years. Is that, is that okay. Gotcha. That's the current IRS rule. So that would be my game plan. And you know, buying a house for your primary residence, it should be kind of a long term thing. You don't want to be jumping in and out because when you sell that, there's gonna be a lot of fees, closing costs That's associated right. with it. So it's an expensive and you mentioned it's it's a hassle. It's a lot of work to move. And so yeah. I right. plan on staying there for at least two years. That's do, you, right, do you have George? plans to move elsewhere soon after? Do where? I'm sorry. Do you have plans to move within a few years? Uh,
3: N- not, not to move like from the area. But my main, <laughs> So, uh, the reason I was asking is because I, I don't uh, at the moment have any, um, <clears throat> like romantic prospects or anything like that. But I was, uh, thinking once I like got married, you know, we'd want to move into a separate house together. So I was, I was planning on that. It would be the only reason that I would be moving out early.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you're getting married, I would wait. To buy. I think that you guys could rent for a year together and kind of get an idea mm. of, of what your life is gonna look like, that sort of thing. Because like George said, it's expensive to buy a house, it's expensive to sell a house, it's expensive to move. So you really wanna think through uh what your life is gonna be like before you make such a a large purchase for sure. But
0: there's no no one special in the picture right now, Caleb? <laughs>
2: No. (laughs) Okay. So you got time. Then I would
0: move forward with your life as is. And when you're ready to buy a house, you go ahead and do that, man. Being a homeowner is is special when you do it the right way. Thanks Mm -hmm. so much for the call. We've also got a great mortgage calculator for you at ramsysolutions.com under the tool section that you can use to start crunching those numbers. All right, let's move on to Joshua in Orlando. Joshua, welcome to the show.
4: Hey guys, how you doing?
0: We're doing great. How can we help? So
4: I am currently 18 years old and I am living in Florida at the moment.
0: Um, I am a
4: full-time student at a, a trade school to become a welder. Um, i also on lo- And then I'm, uh, also another full-time student for another college online, uh, getting my business administration degree. Sweet. Both colleges are going to be fully paid for through scholarships and, uh, FAFSA and Pell Grant.
0: Way to go. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah. Thank you. And, um, so I'll be graduating here in mid-May through for my uh, welding school, okay. and so I plan on doing traveling welding. Uh, so I'll be a little bit on the road. Well, and so my problem is is that I'm going to need a truck and a camper later on. And right now, um, as you could probably assume, I'm in no really financial situation to really be paying, paying cash for these things. Right. Um, I have no credit card, so I have no credit score, and I'm worried about when I, if I ever get a loan to buy these things, uh, the interest rates are just going to kill me. Um, I don't really know how to really approach these things the smart way, um, so I, I'm just kind of needing an answer right now. I'm just really lost right now on what to do. And you really be having or well, really to how to think about the situation.
2: Yeah, I think that first things first, you've you've done a good job. You know, you're going to college debt free. You know, uh, everything that I hear you saying sounds good until the point that you said, if, if I, I ha- ever get a loan, if I ever get a loan and the question or the response to that is you need to tell yourself, I'm not ever going to get a loan. Like you need to take debt off the table in this in your life, because the moment that you start thinking through that lens in my mind it eliminates a whole bunch of other options right you need to keep your mind open and free for lots of ideas right so let's take debt off the table and let's really start brainstorming what that can look like right george
0: absolutely so when you when you go all right if debt wasn't an option what would you do joshua you'd get creative right you start looking at used equipment you mm-hmm. try to get deals you negotiate it's going to take longer so you might need to work locally And have this be a one to two year dream.
2: Yeah, it's something where maybe you can work uh, next to somebody as kind of trade and learn it, learn the business very well while you're saving up money. And, you know, it's not to say that you can't weld during that time. Right. I don't I'll be honest. I don't know a whole lot about the travel welding position, but it's not to say that you can't be involved in that career field while you're saving to do your business, because at the end of the day, when you want to do a business, you got to move at the speed of cash. Right, The moment you start bringing debt, your risk, it skyrockets. And at 18 years old, well, at any age, you don't need that kind of risk in your life.
0: It changes the game when you... Run this business debt free and do it from the start. That's how Dave Ramsey built this company, this building that we're standing in, paid for in cash. And it's hard to believe, Joshua, but I'm going to send you his best selling book, Entree Leadership, how he built this thing from a card table in his living room to the empire that it is today. And it took time, but he did it all with cash without owing anyone anything. And that changes the decisions you make as an entrepreneur. And so I'm rooting for you. Hang on the line. Austin's going to pick up. We're going to send you that book, Entree Leadership. The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, Ramsey personality, joined by my colleague, Jade Warshaw. And we are taking your calls at 888-825-5225. Well, about this time of year, we get flooded with calls on the Ramsey Show because everyone is looking for a fresh start with their money, especially after a cuffed couple of years. Uh, Maybe, maybe there was some uh, regret, some financial hangover from the holiday spending. Maybe you you had some stupid tax and you did some dumb with zeros on the end. Well, if that's you, you can't wish for things to change and expect it to happen. You've got to do some different things with your money and have a plan. And we can teach you that plan in Financial Peace University. This is the course that will help you rethink how you manage your money and you're going to learn step by step how to pay off debt and how to build wealth and here's what's crazy nearly 10 million people have taken fpu they followed this plan and changed their lives i'm one of those people this stuff works don't try to reinvent it don't try to do your own plan i'm telling you this one works every time you work mm-hmm. it and when you intentionally follow this plan with focus intensity this year will be different you will have more peace in your finances and your life. You're going to sleep better. You're going to make different decisions for your financial future. So get started today. Financial Peace University, go to RamseySolutions.com FPU. That's RamseySolutions.com FPU.
2: I try to tell these people Financial Peace University can change your life, George. It's
0: one of those things where, like you always hear people talk about it. You're like, oh yeah, she's just real excited about that.
2: No, I'm not and then real you do excited. It, you're like, oh, I get it. I get it. I'm excited because of what it does. You exactly. know, it's, 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 it truly changes your life. I can't say it enough. I mean, a lot of you listening, maybe you've heard my story, maybe you haven't. My husband and I paid off $460,000 of debt because of the teachings in FPU. We were in life thinking, this is just, our life sucks. Like this is mm-hmm. this is just our lot in life. Until we heard about this, and it was Dave, we heard Dave talking about it on the radio. And then, you know, from there, the rest is history. But I don't think people really grasp how this can change your life. And, you know, not only that, but, you know, my husband Sam and I, we've gone on to coordinate other FPU classes and we have seen people pay off. I mean, buddies of mine last year, this time they paid off 74K. My sister paid off over 100K. A buddy of mine, you know, they, they text me, hey, we just paid off our car. Hey, we just did this. It's possible. Mm. It's possible to become free. Matter of fact, George, I'm thinking about coordinating an FPU class. Let's go. If, if enough people show interest... I will coordinate the class and I will make sure y'all like a do virtual these virtual class
0: or are we talking one in person. Man, I think we should do both. I, I think like it would that plan. like cuz people like, are like I can't come to Nashville, Jade, we'll we'll get a virtual class going so you can yes. join us wherever you are. Virtual. But there's something about being around other people even if it's virtual. Obviously in person yeah. is going to be the best, but something about it where you go, "Oh, I'm not alone and I'm not crazy and other people are sacrificing too." I yeah. can do what they if they could do it, I could do it. There's an amazing things that thing that happens there.
2: It's accountability. It's the accountability of showing up and knowing, all right, you know, Biff, he did his budget. I got to make sure I do my budget. Biff's budget. (laughs) If Biff did the budget, you got to get your budget done. All right.
0: I love that. RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. This is the year you just do it instead of thinking about doing it. Change your life. Giovanni's up next in Denver. Giovanni, welcome to the Ramsey Show.
5: Thank you. How are you doing today?
0: We're doing great. How can we help? Great. So I
5: just uh, made a horrible financial decision. I uh, leased a car and now I'm uh, $17,000 in debt. Yikes. And um, I'm a full-time student. Um, Thankfully, I'm on full-ride scholarship. They pay for food, uh, housing, and and books, everything. Nice. Um, I work three jobs. Um, I'm a videographer, an editor,
0: and an assistant producer. Awesome. What's your income doing all that?
5: Um, it really depends on me and how many hours I work, but usually it's just around, uh, what, 2000 a month.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's like if you're busting it, or is that just an average if you're doing your normal thing? No, that's
2: just, it. if I'm just doing my, my normal
5: thing.
0: Okay.
2: What's the payment on the lease?
5: Uh, it's, uh, 300 and then insurance is like around $400.
2: Yipies. Ouch. So you're, yeah. your
0: 700 bucks a month is an expense, and you're making two on a on a decent month. Yeah. All right, do you have any other expenses? Any other debt?
5: Oh, uh, no, no. I, I don't have any college debt or I have $100 in debt of credit card, but all Okay. That well,
0: A1 is just let's pay that off. Let's yeah. cut up the cards and say no more. We're using Giovanni's money and not the banks. Okay. So that's an easy start. That's a quick win you can do as soon as you're off this call. Mm-hmm.
2: And I want you to remember okay. the pain of this moment, Giovanni. I want you to remember how you yeah. feel right now, which is like, dude, I just screwed myself. Big time, because this moment oh, yeah, right here is it. what's going to make you not go back into debt, hopefully ever again, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, so we're going to get ourselves out of this thing, and there is a way to do it, depending on the terms that you sign. Do you know what the car is worth?
5: Uh, yeah, on Kelly Blue Book, it's like worth what eight thousand, nine thousand.
0: Oh, so it's yeah. only much. worth eight thousand, and you pay seventeen.
5: Uh, yeah, it's a 2000,
0: so I, I leased a used car. You leased a used How much used do you, how much do you owe? Like, what's on the lease?
5: Oh, uh, so it's, I bought it for
0: 11000 and then there's this finance charge of 5000 Okay, you had mentioned seventeen earlier.
2: Well, yeah, thirteen so and five. It Got it, yeah, okay. Oh, shoot.
0: All yep. right. Have you found out the early buyout amount from the, the lender? Uh, no, I haven't called about that yet. Okay. That would be your next piece of homework to find out is what it would cost to buy yourself out of this lease. Mm -hmm. And then based on what the car is actually worth, that gives you a kind of number to go, all right, either I'm underwater on this thing, in which case it would be the only time we would tell you, hey, go down to your local credit union and get a small loan Mm -hmm. to cover the difference so that you're able to pay that car off. And now at least we have a, you know, a $4,000 loan instead of a $11,000 loan.
5: So how it works? Would I just uh, sell the car first and use that money, or get the title in my hands first?
0: You're gonna need the title in hand. Mm-hmm. But okay. you can't do that until the, you won't have a clean title until the car is paid off. So you need to pay it off first to have the title to then sell it. Um, mm-hmm. And you're gonna need to get a probably a small loan to do this if you're underwater.
2: It sounds like he might okay. need a decent, like depending on what it's worth. If it's only it's, if it's truly only worth eight thousand, which still that
0: feels super low, it does. Is it because of the yeah. used car market slowing down?
5: I'm not sure. It's uh, That's what I got on, on Kelly Blue Book. It, I was pretty disappointed. It's a 2011 uh, Mercedes-Benz C-Class. I bought it because I thought it would get me more clients, um, make me feel more established.
0: It was a stupid decision. <laughs> I've never once worked with a videographer because they drove a Mercedes. I work with them because their work <laughs> was excellent. Facts. Yes, yes. Uh, Which I know you know um, that now. Yeah. But just for anyone yeah. listening out there who's like, whoa, if I get a Mercedes, more people want to work with me because mm. they'll think I'm really successful. That's
2: what they do on real estate. That's true.
0: That's <laughs> what they do. They think media, the car man, makes them. them. Well, those people are divas. Yeah. Okay, so mm. Giovanni, you got your homework ahead of you, man. This is a This is one of those stupid tax situations where you go, remember when I was a knucklehead at 18 and I made that stupid decision, never leasing a car again, going to save up and pay cash for that used car and uh, to get myself out of the situation.
2: That's right. And a key point that George made is, you know, after, because you are going to have to pay some stupid tax on this, you know, hopefully it's not 8,000, hopefully it's Mm -hmm. worth a bit more. But if you end up getting a loan to cover the difference, yeah, you know, a $6,000 loan is better than being $17,000 in debt. But the key is the money that you gain from the sell of the car, that is your car budget. That's what you're spending okay. on the next car and you're paying for it cash and then you got to pay whatever debt off, you know, from, from getting out of that lease. And, and I got to, for anybody listening, when it comes to car leases, you know, you, you hear us say all the time and Dave used to say, it's not a car lease, it's a car fleece, mm. right? Because you're getting screwed. Right. You're getting screwed every way that a, that this thing can get you. And I think a lot of people don't realize this because I'll be honest, you know, back in the day, Giovanni, I thought that car leases were for rich people. I thought that that Mm -hmm. was the way like if you want to show your status, you get a car lease. Boy was I wrong Mm. I was so wrong Because they get They get you four ways If you don't If you're out here listening And you don't understand this Car leases get you four ways Number one You know He's got a used lease But most people Use lease a brand new car Right And a lot of Mm -hmm. us Don't realize this But the cost of that Goes down 60 to 70 percent In the first four years So they build that in Then they add in interest Which they call Cost of capital And then they add in You know Their own profit And then wear and tear You're getting screwed people Gross
0: Gross well, Giovanni, keep working your tail off on those side gigs to get as much income as you come. Sock away that cash so that you can get a beater car once that lease is out of your hair, man. Sorry to hear that. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host, Jay Warshaw, all the folks in the booth keeping the show afloat, and you, America. Thank you for listening. We'll be back before you know it.
1: Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app
0: in your favorite app store today. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.